my loyal subjects. As we start a new year, it is time for me to reflect on what has happened over the past and look to the future. Blimey, my family has been staggering from one crisis to another like a punch-drunk boxer. My husband, Philip, Philip, has been holed up in hospital with an infection. Well, he does spend a lot of time in the royal stables at night, so he's bound to have caught something equine. The long and the short of it is, he's had a shot of ketamine, given a sugar cube and a pat on the head, and sent on his merry way. He's at home now, and moaning his head off about our carrot-topped idiot of a grandson, Harry, and his dopey woke wife, Myrtle. And after all, I can't say I blame him. Apparently, they're going on to US TV for a waltz and all interview. They're going to spill the beans on life in the royal family. I tell you what, when this little lockdown is over, I'm flying over to LA to kick their sorry asses around their $11 million mansion and tell them what I think of them. I'll give them Oprah bloody Winfrey. Once again, my thanks to the Staggering Stories team. Isn't wasn't for them, I would be hitting the royal drinks cabinet big time. Until then, this is Liz saying cheerio. Ray. Well said, Mark. Well said, Mark. He's been well hitting done. the Daily Mail again, oh, hasn't he? Oh, yes, yes. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am... The whole reason the world has gone to pot. Oh. Oh. Oh, that was harsh. <laughs> that was. I feel quite... Quite disappointed. You haven't had your vaccine. You're not no, one of us. No, no. His bottom lip is trembling. I want to try. They don't want me. Keith. Oh, they don't want you. I keep waiting for a notice and Keith, nobody it's said because anything. us older, strong people don't need the vaccine like these young, weak whippersnappers. <laughs> whippersnappers. <laughs> Excess population. <laughs> uh, no, there's an argument for you, Genix. <laughs> I shall just sit here Anyway, and be quiet. without further ado, I rate Monarch Besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, oh yeah. Eleventh Doctor goes furry. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Twang. For those who were slightly aggrieved <laughs> that the Build-A-Bear <laughs> Doctor Who range for children in need didn't include the Eleventh Doctor or a Dalek, now is the time to get your credit cards ready. Originally, the recent version of this range included only two Doctors, naturally the latest in the furry form of Jodie Wataka's 13th Doctor, whose trousers are too long to show her unusually hairy ankles, and the Doctor and who just won't move on, things. David Tennant's 10th Doctor. Now Matt Smith's 11th Doctor has joined the range alongside a very much not-to-scale little Dalek. 10 will set you back £52.62p, 11 is £42.50, and the Dalek is only £10. And those go up if you want a TARDIS-themed box or other combination set. Wataka is off the menu now, as that was a short-term exclusive. You can also buy 10 or 11's costumes on their own without a bear, just in case you want to try putting them on a newborn baby. Take note that a nappy is unlikely to fit in there, so be wary of their customary incontinence. Find out more on buildabear.co.uk. Is it me, or is that stupidly expensive? <sighs> it does it seem is, more than the last it's yeah. stupidly expensive. Yeah. It is horrendous. I didn't, didn't mind paying over the top for something that was going to children in need, but I don't think I will be purchasing a tenth doctor. No, no. Mm, I'm torn, I'd say. It's about 50% yeah. more. The little Dalek for tenner. Yeah, I've got I've, I've got cuddly little Daleks, so I don't need another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a builder bear at um, the uh, West Key Centre in Southampton. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's shut at the moment because I mean, I wanted to see how much the uh, builder bear Snoopy flying ace would be. <gasps> <gasps> There's a builder bear will come around. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> oh. 
Next news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of Build a Bear's fly day, she's snoopies. Oh, dear. she's gone. We've lost Jean for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Can the clear blue skies <laughs> over Germany. Guys, guys, there came a roaring guys. and a thundering that was never heard. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Disney Plus, The Bad Batch, and Loki dated. Ooh. Disney Plus's onslaught of streamed programming continues apace with the upcoming Star Wars animated series, The Bad Batch, on the 4th of May. Or oh, May yeah. the 4th, as they say in America. And Marvel live-action series Loki starting on the 11th of June. If the rather mm. less compelling characters of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier interest you, then their series start in a couple of weeks on the 19th of March. If you really want to scrape the barrel, then there's a <laughs> new Turner and Hooch series on the 16th oh, of July. It's executive oh. produced by McGee. If you want further disincentive... <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Netflix, perhaps feeling left out, has announced an anime series based on the Terminator franchise. Little is known at this stage, so don't expect it any time soon. Exactly. Mm. That's what I was going to say. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) About Turner and Hooch. About any of it. Turner and Hooch and the Terminator (laughs) franchise. I think they've they've flogged the Terminator franchise to Mm. death in the films. I don't know. We should do a mashup. As I say, we've yet to to have Terminator mime and Terminator stop motion clay. So (laughs) there's there's, there's other things. (laughs) It was stop motion part of the original. Has there been a live action version of the Terminator, the stage play and musical? (laughs) God. (laughs) Well, they did the the live thing at, was it uh, Universal? They had the three Terminator 3D. Yeah, but that's not yeah, a full-on, yeah. you know, West End live stage musical version. No, no, no. <laughs> Any addendums? Ronald Pickup. Dead. 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 He was 80. Not a bad innings. Yeah. Not yeah. a bad innings, yeah. But, of course, he was in Doctor Who, in the Reign of Terror. He's been in so many things. A long, illustrious career. Indeed, indeed. I recognise the faces for mm, sure. Yeah, definitely. I think he's one of those character actors that he's always... The second, you know, you've got the, the chief inspector and then you've got the person that does the running around. You know, you've got the hero and then you've got the assistant. He's He's been consistently that second place, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. He, he's so never long, made it really big, but yeah. he's been a jobbing actor. But in so many oh, things yeah, that, you know, he's one of those faces that people go, oh, yes, yeah. I know him. Oh, he yeah. was in Thingamajig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in Downton. He's in The, the Crown, Darkest Hour, that uh, Churchill thing. Yeah. Exotic Marigold Hotel. For Call the Midwife, Atlantis, Coronation Street, Dot Market, you name it. He's been in everything. He's been everywhere, Lewis, man. Lewis, Tricks, Midsummer Murders, Holby, <laughs> yeah, Hustle, Foils, Boy, yeah, everything, everything. Last Detective with Davison. I have to say, if you're a British character actor and you die without having Midsummer Murders on your CV, <laughs> you haven't been yeah. doing good in- You haven't made it. Or <laughs> <laughs> without Doctor Who on your CV, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. Bergerac, he did all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Crown Court. Oh, God, oh, I that. loved Crown Court. Yeah. Never Say Never Again. So he's been in everything. He's been in everything. I didn't realise it was only that one episode of Dog 2. Yeah, it was... Uh, Reign of Terror. Yeah, yeah, but the episode title... Because I got, I got a bit confused, because when the BBC put up his obituary, they said he was in the Doctor Who story and the episode title rather than Reign of Terror. Uh, okay, is it literally just one episode rather than one story? Do we have any more addendums? I have a final addendum. Go on then. Uh, As we may have mentioned before, in 2018, in the Earth that was. Uh, Mm -hmm. The before times. Yeah, Mr. Moffat had gone on to another time-travelling show. Mm. He's been adapting The Time Traveller's Wife. And we actually, for the first time in, what is it, two years, we've actually now had a cast list. Oh, good grief. We have two people cast as as the leads. Rose Leslie, who will be be taking over Mm -hmm. the Rachel McAdams role. And Theo James, who will be taking over the Eric Banner role. Mm. What's Theo mm. James been in? I don't know. I'm having a look. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I recognise the name. He's been in a couple of Black Mirrors. Okay, a couple of Black Mirrors. That's oh, unusual. a Black Mirror. Uh, okay. Mostly he's known from the Divergent film series. Oh, okay. Uh, which was an also-runner for um, mm-hmm. 
teeny yeah, Hunger drama. Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. I still say that's a novel about the most patient groomer <laughs> yeah. in history. Yeah. I, I have to agree with yeah. you there. There is a dodgy element is of it, isn't there? The, you know, like, oh, I meet a young girl, bad. I'll groom yeah. her to become my wife at some point in yeah. life. Yeah. I, I've got to admit, in, in recent years since it's been published, there's a whole new connotations around <laughs> this, uh, mm. this To say story. I found the story rather convoluted yeah. would be an understatement. Mm. Yeah. See, famously, it inspired River Song in her ah, storyline. Yes, famously oh, or infamously. It'll be interesting to see what he mm. makes of it. Mm. Any more addendums? We are addendumed out. And that's the end of the news. Oh. Dear listeners, <laughs> we have all been watching a movie. Can you guess which one it is? My Little Pony. <laughs> the Land Before Time. Jurassic Park. The Godfather. Oh, he's <laughs> glaring through the ether. <laughs> what was that Shatner cop show? TJ Hooker? TJ Hooker. TJ Hooker. I don't think you could slide across the bonnet of a car now. <laughs> Who would name their character Hooker? Especially in this day. No, it's Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Pause for music. <laughs> Right, Voyage Home. Voyage Home, yes. Easily my favourite Star Trek film, whether it's um, original series, next gen, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mainly because a it has a sense of humour. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which oh, yeah. is something badly lacking in some of them, other than First Contact, <laughs> which is my second favourite <laughs> Star Trek well, film. Yeah. Oh, motion picture was a riot, wasn't it? <laughs> Rather ponderous. <laughs> I, I wasn't too keen on the theme tune for this one. The, the, the it's like I'm waiting for the Star Trek music, and they're giving us big stirring movies. What happened to the Star the Trek music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a different composer. It was very yeah. different sound. Yeah, all yeah. oh, right. It's more triumphant. Mm. Mm. Which was fitting because this was a yeah. this was a triumphant romp of a story. Uh, it's the end of a tr- end of a little trilogy. Mm. Yeah, and it's also a very ecological sound yeah sound uh, movie as well. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, it was. You know, as as we've said before, people claiming everyone suddenly woke. No, let's we're going back decades here. People have <laughs> known whales yeah. need protecting. They've known the atmosphere needs protecting. They've known bees well, need protecting. Exactly. You should, you should read the book. The book is even more. Because there's one beautiful scene in there where uh, Kirk and Spock is walking back from the Cetacean Institute to the San Francisco, and mm-hmm. and Spock stopping every five minutes, going, "Oh, look, an extinct species!" Oh, when, when he's pointing out plants and trees. Oh. Uh, Adam, do you want to run through the plot? The plot is we find them after the events of Star Trek Three. Mm, yep. They destroyed the Enterprise. They're left on Vulcan after having Spock mm. resurrected. Yep. Now are going to go back to Earth in their captured Klingon ship to face trial for stealing the Enterprise, destroying the Enterprise, and various other things. And on the way, they find out Earth has been attacked <gasps> by an alien probe. And Cetacean probe. They work out very quickly, unlike everybody else on the planet, apparently, <laughs> that mm. the probe is trying to contact whales who are now extinct. So they go back in time to get a couple of whales to... Uh, George and Gracie. Yeah, yeah, help tell the probe that uh, they're not extinct and humanity should be left to live. And that's essentially it. It's just an excuse for the Star Trek characters to dick around in what was modern-day San Francisco. Yeah, 1986. Yeah. 1980 San Francisco. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. Fish out of water in an alien society, which oh, is us. Oh, grief, yeah. Mm, lots of uh, colourful uh, language. A couple of things that always got me <laughs> when metaphors. I first saw this was, one, this alien probe had managed to bring up uh, whales here in the first place, come across, but hadn't got any kind of language translator or anything, and why whales? And the second thing no, was... The, that, the universal does translator. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. And the second thing <laughs> yep. that got me was, they bring back these two whales, handily one of them pregnant, because we've sterilised yeah. the seas what they can eat <laughs> i don't think I don't the think, seas are completely empty yeah i don't, I don't think so. they've completely 
emptied the seas. They've just I cleaned think them up. Still exist. Yeah. <laughs> and krill. Or krill or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever they whatever they have. The krill um, were having a field day because there are no whales and they've gone crazy. Very shocked yeah. krill. Yeah. <laughs> that is one hell of a genetic bottleneck, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> one... Got two whales who are probably related because they were both found together as calves. Yeah, and they're baby. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to have more babies. Inbreeding is going to set mm. in really, really quickly. Yeah. Mutant! But luckily, in whatever <laughs> century that is, they have um, cloning, they can tweak DNA so they're not technically related and everything will be fine. Okay. <laughs> they won't have webbed uh, fins. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be cetacean hillbillies. <laughs> oh. There was, some, there was no. some cracking comedy moments in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Spock swimming with the whales, as Keith has said, he thinks it's the best bit of acting from Shatner in a long time. Yeah, in the aquarium, it's potentially the last time he actually acts, <laughs> I think. <laughs> he's stand, he's standing in with the crowds yeah. who are being mm. told about the whales, and then he spots Spock yeah. swimming <laughs> to do a mind melt Build with, with Gracie. Yeah. <laughs> Dare anybody mention nuclear weapons? Oh, oh, brilliant. <laughs> this, it's iconic, that is. Well, this is it. <laughs> uh, what, I, what I like about this film is each of the characters seem to have their little section, their own little bit. To yeah. shine. Mm-hmm. Yes. They want to have something to do. Yeah. I mean, you got yeah. uh, uh, Scotty with the computer and the transparent aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Aluminum. Yep. Aluminum. <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they shouldn't be calling it aluminum. Yeah. Mm. Even scientifically, they in America, they tend to say aluminium if they're doing it from a scientific point of view. <laughs> because that's how Still. it's spelt. <laughs> it's the country that <laughs> says Route 66 and then says route all the time, you know. Route. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Catherine. Sorry, Naya. No, sorry, don't, don't everybody don't, in America. Don't get into this. Don't get into this. They they have no respect for the fragile, delicate flower that is time, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> assuming that that guy Nichols invented transparent aluminium. I mean, yeah, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> and why they went from six inches to, to one inch? It's not that big a difference in such a big, vast tank, is it? Sure. It could be the weight ratio. I imagine it's the weight thing. They've got to be able to slingshot back around. Mm -hmm. But there were were some bits that were cut, because wasn't there a scene, definitely in the book, where Sulu sees his own great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather? Yeah, I think it's it's one point when they're splitting up to uh, go on their particular missions. Breaking up. They, They do it in front of a Chinese restaurant which a teenager storms out of it at one point. Yeah. In the book, that is Sulu's great... Whatever, grandfather. Father. Oh, yeah. Blimey. yeah. Uh, then he runs into the traffic, dies, and then Sulu disappears. <laughs> 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 a couple of interesting pieces of trivia. The scene on the bus yeah. where... Um, Kurt yes, Thatcher. Yeah, the punk. That's William Shatner's son, that is. <laughs> I thought he was some sort of producer on the... Uh... I, so did I. I re- yeah, Thatcher. Kirk Thatcher, his name is. Because mm. yeah. he, he, yeah, yeah. he wrote the song that was oh, playing. Yeah, because he, he... Yeah, I thought that, I was under the impression that was William Shatner's son. Okay. I'm, I'm so. 99.9% certain that's not correct. I know I know he oh. was one of the minor producers. Yeah. He, yeah. he yeah. asked Nimoy whether he could be in the film. He was something of a, a punk rocker, so he knew the music he wrote the music yeah. ah. he sung the music he and he played... flipped off Leonard Nimoy flipped off Leonard <laughs> yeah. Nimoy <laughs> who probably gave him a neck pin <laughs> oh. and he directed you remember that Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody uh... yeah Oh, he directed he did, that. He directed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Brilliant. also production designer for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah he's done loads mm. of stuff. Yeah, right. And another piece, another important piece of trivia. <laughs> Is this one going to be accurate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. Oh. Hopefully so. Sorry, there's one part as well of his career that would mean a lot for Karen here. He was also the executive producer of the Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> oh, was he? Oh, he did yeah, such he's a done nice all the Muppet job. Stuff. <laughs> no, apparently the uh, dream sequence where they're flying you're doing a slingshot around the oh, sun yeah. The heads. yeah yeah the heads apparently that was one of the first um uses of facial scanning yeah. for a cgi that was really yeah, back they, then they all had to go in and be scanned good grief i didn't think That's they could right, do yeah. it that early good grief mm. well you'd be surprised yeah that was a good piece of knowledge thank you for that crumbly <laughs> my pleasure mm-hmm. yeah I, I knew the computer well he's just nicked a piece of my trivia now oh mate <laughs> another another favorite comedy scene of course was um bones 
giving that woman a pill so she grows a new kidney. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, <laughs> quickly. Yeah, yeah. That, that uh, harks back to um, City of the Edge of Forever. Bones appears and has uh, he's in a psychopathic haze due to the drug. Yeah. And he's moaning yeah. about people being cut and sewn like garments. And oh, yeah. So yeah. He, he, mm-hmm. it's, it's consistent with McCoy because he's he's got this thing about historical medical practices. He thinks he's in the dark ages. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Favourite one-liners. Mine is, OK, everybody, remember where we parked. <laughs> Mine is... Gracie is pregnant simply for the reaction. <laughs> yeah, but, yep. yeah. I still think it's got to be where are the nuclear vessels. <laughs> no, I think I like. Do you like pizza? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. And so do you. <laughs> yes, and um, you know, where Kirk is saying of Spock, he used to be in the free speech movement in the sixties. He took a, he took a bit too much LDS. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Her, Doctor Gillian Taylor, she's now gone forward in time yeah so she's an ex mm-hmm. ex- an expert on all thing whale all things whales yep. which of course they mm-hmm. need but do you think she's going to get borrowed for the 24th century version of time team a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> we found this what is it it's a rubber duck <laughs> <laughs> well th- there is one thing i do like about her right at the end she blows Kirk off. Oh, I love that. What in front of him? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he's, meant, he's meant to be the great. He's meant to be the great Lothario, the oh, great yeah. lover. So, and she just, yeah, okay. I've got stuff to do. See, see you later. See you, see you around the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way she, that that scene was played. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was exciting for her. <laughs> And he wasn't. It would have been exciting for Kirk as well. <laughs> oh. I think this is, of, of that original series, The Wrath of Khan is good for its own reason, mm, in that's yeah. got Khan and the rest of it. But in terms of entertainment value, I'm, I'm with Karen. This is one of the better stories. Um, yeah. it, has got, it has got a story, which is quite yeah. nice. Yeah. But it has got the sense of humour. So often when franchises want to do the... Let's do a bit of fluff and lightness, even though the message of the story isn't fluff and lightness. But when they do these kind of like semi-comedy ones, they sit there going, oh, well, we won't actually bother with the plot. This is just to show all our actors off. But this had it all. It had a plot. It had a, a serious message. It had comic entertainment value as well. Yeah. Well, that is something that classic Trek always used to do. Uh, original Trek used to do was good mm fun episodes, good comedy episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People, uh, tr- trouble with Tribbles, uh, piece a piece of the action. Piece of the action. They, they mm. did good comedy episodes that didn't necessarily make fun of the subject matter, but laughed along with you on the subject matter. Mm. Yeah. The only thing that dates this really is the hair and the fashions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it made me sense in the 80s. So. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, considering it was an environmental message, the amount of product in her hair, <laughs> she probably sprayed a hole in the ozone layer herself. Yep. Yes, this was the era of big hair that never moved, even in a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Oh, and synthetic fabrics. Yep. So I always wondered why they went back to late 20th century. Mm. Why not go back to 2,000 years something? They say the whale's been around for... Millions a million of years. years. Millions yeah. of years, yeah. So, mm. so why go back to when they do? Probably because if they went back to, say, 10,000 BC and something got mm. cocked up with the ship, then they're mm. somewhere that they just couldn't survive. That, that something or... did get cocked up. Well, yeah, yeah. but could, uh, there's yeah. no way they were ever going to be able to repair the ship or survive there. Mm. But 1986, which, of course, was present day, mm. they were going to be able to. Also, the fact that um, there are whales that are attract this historical records mm-hmm. you know there, there may not necessarily be historical records yeah. in the mm-hmm. 1700s or 1500s yeah. and they certainly wouldn't have had them in a big tank yeah and, yeah they would have mm-hmm. had trouble making yeah, it and although yeah. there was a lot more whales around then still very big oceans to find one mm-hmm. <laughs> i think if, if they'd gone further back in time the the more the culture shock on the uh, locals, it would have been uh, you know, sort of greater. Well, if there were any locals, they'd go back before humans even. Mm. <laughs> they yeah, didn't, okay? Yeah. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, no. I must admit, yeah. looking, watching it now, it's mm-hmm. really troublesome seeing two full-grown whales in such a small container, <laughs> such a small area. Well, it was only and a it was, small mm. plane that they had to take it back in time. No, not that. The, um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Ocean yeah. Institute that they yeah. took them from. 
Yeah. It just, yeah. it's well, not that, comfortable think, viewing. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why they were releasing them into the wild. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They were getting too big for the tank. And apparently they got quite a few complaints from people saying, why have you been disturbing these, these whales for your filming? <laughs> because they, they were all amateur. Yeah, it's all model yeah, work. Apart yeah. from a little <laughs> bit of archive footage of, yeah, whales of watching the whales coming up yeah. in the sea. Yeah. But otherwise, everything underwater is all amateur. Only... And even at, at the Ocean Institute. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones at the Ocean Institute, other than the mine meld with Spock, you really mm. wouldn't know. The ones that are out at sea at the end mm. bit, they looked mm. a little bit kind of flat but still not enough to jar you out of the sense of reality hmm. no, i thought i did a great I think job they yeah. Did, yeah they were a lot more convincing than the rubber shark in jaws oh, totally <laughs> it's, it's also the fact that sometime between now and what is it the 23rd century san francisco bay gets uh, dredged so whales can jump and leap and dive down <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how deep it's meant to be. I can't remember. The other thing <laughs> but also... They, you, you park in a big park that's often used. No one bumped into it. Mm. <laughs> oh, they've got a... No oh. bits of pollution. They've got a deflecting perception filter there. See, at the mm. closer they, you get, <laughs> something in your brain goes, oh, I'm going to go and look over there. So you never actually walk also, into including it. Including all the, the bits of newspaper that go flying including around. Including all the park. bits of newspaper. <laughs> also, the fact that you take into account it was mostly parked there during the night. So yeah. that is going to be the fact that it's going to be occupied now by uh, drug addicts and people who are yeah, out of their mind. Yeah. So if they walk into something and fall flat, <laughs> they're, they're going to put it down to yeah. the... Uh... That bit well, reminds uh... me of Bassar Glatzka 1980. <laughs> <laughs> oh, less said about that, the better. Well, maybe. Well, apart from the Doctor who becomes the uh, 23rd century cetacean expert, mm. when she does her invisible pane of glass impression on the... Uh... Yeah, that wasn't so good. <laughs> mm. Her angle was off a bit there, I think, with <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that at the end, when the Klingon bird was sinking in the sea and they'd released the whales, that they just let the camera run on the cast, mucking around. Dicking around in the water. It's a big tank. <laughs> yes. Another question. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, what, 23rd century? Yeah. How did that wig stay on his head when he was underwater? <laughs> that, that, that was a big we, question at the time. No, no, we, we, I, I yeah. got together. You could with, see the patches. I got together with there. Mitch when we, this was uh, being first uh, shown. Yeah. And we theorised that it's actually a tribble sucking down mm. on his forehead. <laughs> it's a big tribble. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't actually in the main programme, but at the end you've got the clips. Yeah. They show the bit where Scotty comes out and he actually falls all the way down. Yeah. Oh, does he? Well, hurt himself. <laughs> I imagine the actor, Jimmy Dewan, actually hurt himself doing that, looking at the way he fell. <laughs> uh, I think the man's a bit, the man had been through a lot more than falling in the water. Yeah, so <laughs> he can get away with well, it. Yeah. Yeah. He hits the, the metal rings on the way down. Ooh. Ooh. I feel bad now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he died. Not related. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Anything else? Don't know. Just a great fun film, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I remember Very seeing it at the so, cinema. Yeah. In fact, when I rewatched it, I've seen it many times yeah. since cinema, of course. Mm, but when I watched yeah. it on my big screen, I haven't seen it in, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Mm. It took me back to being in the cinema up on that top screen back in the old Crawley Cinema, yeah, yeah, the yeah. small screen upstairs. I mean, one of the first films I went back to see several times. What would that be? A bit that's 12, 13 years old? Not, we were Ooh. probably in the same cinema as Quite him. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we mm. may well have been in there at the same time. Yeah. Oh, we never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> but what what is it about the Vulcans and their Smurf hats? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that. Anyway. That's that ruined. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I, I like the fact that at the end, it basically it's a reset. Kirk is back as a captain. Yeah. Got a new Enterprise. Yep. Reset button press. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then, sadly, we get Star Trek V. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it's the best. We must punish you by rewarding you that they could do, really, wasn't it? They seem to do that yeah. a lot in Starfleet. You've been a, oh, really? yes, oh, you've yeah. been a really, sort really of... bad boy and we must punish you. So we're going to demote you to mm. captain and we're going to give you a big <laughs> Gives you exactly what you half, want. Half the, the main crew are now commander or captain. Yeah, they yeah. should have their own ships and be off doing yeah. other things. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. we would like to know what everyone else thought of Star Trek IV The Voyage Home. Do you know how mm. you can tell us? You can write to us via show at staggering stories dot net. Isn't, isn't that a, Star, a Spider-Man film? What? The Voyage Home. <laughs>
Oh, God, did I say it wrong? No, that was the right <laughs> one. Right. <laughs> Far from home and homecoming. Yeah. What's the, the new one? Toy. What's the new one called? It's something home as well. Right. Homecoming. Yeah. The new one. Oh, Far from home. The new one, they keep the cast keep releasing different titles and having but great it has fun with it. Title, and, it and no one knows what it actually is, but they know that it's not anything that the cast keep tweeting. And apparently some of the names they're coming out with are right Mickey take. <laughs> I think the real title is now out there. Yeah. Uh, no Way Home. No Way Home. Called. Uh, just before we go, I just want to say what a great job Led Nimoy did as a director. Oh, God, yeah. Mm. Was that his oh, very first so, yeah. No, that was his second one, I okay. think. He did Search for Spock as well. First okay. Search right. for Spock. He then went on to do some other comedies, didn't he? Uh, three Men and a Baby. Yeah. But sadly, because he got to direct this one, they then go shut the next mm. one. Yeah, well, that's because... <laughs> oh, well. That's because when, <laughs> when they were doing the TV series, they arranged a contract that one gets, the other one gets. Mm. And they were still on uh, that contract. So, yeah, yeah unfortunately. <laughs> this is what I mean by it. I think it's the last time Shatner actually acts. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have been listening to things too. We have. Indeedy doody. Time for the next River Song box set. Up to number eight already. Blimey. And it's called The Diary River Song. Series 8, A River and the Robots. Pause for music. Okie dokie. A rather loose association between these particular... I, I did wonder what the connection was. I didn't know the title when I actually heard it. Yeah. yeah. I've already forgotten yeah. what was the title. <laughs> and the robots. And the robots. Oh, and the robots. River and oh, the robots, yeah. Okay, that would have made more sense mm. if I'd known that. Because yeah. I did wonder <laughs> that the only connection between them seemed to be involving androids and mechanoids and that kind of Me thing. Mechanical items. The first two are directly connected. Yeah. Catra, I don't remember, I must admit. Rachel. Appeared, I think, in box set two. Rubber Rachel. Yeah. Yep. And then we move on to Kate Nine. Yeah. And then the mechanoids. Yes. Mm -hmm. Go um, on. Okay, the first, we, we listened to these... I didn't even listen to the last one because I'd had my um, COVID <laughs> vaccine reaction, so <laughs> wasn't conscious. But the That's it, Robin, that you've first... had your COVID injection. <laughs> we listened to the first one on Friday evening and the second two on second Saturday and evening. Yeah. And mm. to be perfectly honest, if it wasn't for the fact I had to talk about it for the podcast, I wouldn't have got past the first one. Mm. I, no, I, I, was, really. I, I was didn't. so underwhelmed by this entire yeah. box set. It's, I'm afraid yeah. I was too. I was yeah. so underwhelmed that I can't actually think of anything to say, so I'm hoping you guys can. Because <laughs> apart from well. Rachel was fine once I realised she was a... Um, a mechanoid or android, a synth. It wasn't wasn't very clear in the first. No, it really uh, wasn't. No. Initially, wasn't very clear in the first. And one. I liked the story with the um the pyramid builder. Mm. That was good. But that aside, oh, <laughs> mm. I was not impressed. Yeah, I, I think I got about halfway through the first episode. I mean. One thing I dislike about uh, Big Finish when they sort of drop you right in the middle of the action without any you know, sort of preamble and you have to work out for yourself what's happening. That put me off big time, they did, unfortunately. Was it just the fact that we started at number eight? If we'd listened to the ones before, would we well, have understood where we were? Don't think much. I mean, Rachel was, I think, in box set two. It's been a very long time since she's been in it. Right. Yeah. And it was only the one story back then. Mm. So, so they didn't yeah, just so they... end an adventure and then we started it again. She, she, she wasn't in box set at the seven. end of box set seven. Okay. Yeah. So it wouldn't have helped much to have heard mm. box sets three, four, five, six, six seven. or seven. Yeah. Yeah. I found the first story very disjointed. Yes. Well, Plus all the sort of hopping t between scenes. Yeah. And, well, you could say the coup de grace was the old man talking about growing herbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my problem with it is... Uh, the first episode is a prologue or a teaser for episode two, because that's where the mm, main yeah. interview takes place. Kind which, of, yeah. Which would have been fine if it was only 15 minutes long or yeah. uh, as a teaser. It's not. It's an hour long and you just keep hopping about with no actual story there or meat mm. to get hold of. Not as they're, such, yeah, no. I, I quite liked, just I liked what observing. they were trying to do with it. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm not sure it was particularly successful. But the idea being, if you're a time traveller and you saw a world as being destroyed, you could go back and you can you can save them by tweaking yeah. the past. A bit, a bit like Rosa, you had Crasco who's tried to change the past by manipulating things. 
obviously for evil there, but here, River and particularly Rachel want to go back and change things for the better, to save these people. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I, I can understand and see that, but I don't think the hour long, it, it's too long with nothing really happening. It could have mm, done, yeah. they could have done that or covered that in half an hour. Mm. And also, who's, who yeah. are they to say that what they were doing was right? They were, well, twe- they were if tweaking. If people survived. Yeah, but they were tweaking with time. What if those people were meant to die? This is what the doctor would say. Sometimes well, yeah, you can't that, save that's people. That's what they were going for. That's what River <laughs> was saying, effectively. That's the way things turned out. It's not for us to interfere. We're here just to, to view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so to Rachel observe, wanted yeah. to actually try to save them. Mm-hmm. And it was River teaching her that you can't really save anybody, but then they do. Then they did a Last Days of Pompeii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, Adam, it sounds like you actually enjoyed this. I don't know if I go as far as enjoyed <laughs> it, but I liked what they were trying to do with it. I did find it difficult sometimes to figure out who these people were and how it fitted into the, the wider narrative. Mm. It's always difficult with audio, with different voices. Often with the same cast members just putting on different voices yeah. as well. Mm. So yeah. you can sometimes tell they're the same person. Is that meant to be the same character, but older or younger? Or Yeah. Yeah, it's a little trickier. I think that's that's another problem. Exactly that. River's never been my favourite character, and I've said before that I honestly don't really rate Alex Kingston as an actress. I don't think she's as good as people Mm. make her out to be. Mm. But at least Mm. when you could see her, (laughs) (laughs) you knew what she... You had an idea of what she was aiming for. I I just don't enjoy her audio stuff because I don't think she's got the range to to carry it as well as it needs to be. Hmm. Well, River Song is a character who doesn't have much range. She's always full-on hero mode. To my mind, she's too much of a Mary Sue character. Far too much. Mm. I've listened listened to all four episodes on the bounce while I was doing Mm -hmm. some tidying up and what have you. And yeah, the first two, one, I just totally lost the plot. (laughs) (laughs) I just gave up and let it roll over me, so to speak. And it was nice to have the Tenth Doctor in there, but it was a very short-lived appearance. Cough and a spit. I quite liked the Forever Home, which is the K-9 one. Yeah, I did quite like the misdirection that was going on with that one, (laughs) which I thought was quite nice. And the play on words with Master. Which yeah. master? <laughs> K9 could be talking about the master or could be talking about Dr. Master. Mm. And so mm-hmm. I thought that was quite an interesting one. The Queen of the Mechanoids, it was yeah. like the... Okay, that was a heavy sigh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. literally, I will get my list of Doctor Who and the Dalek stories and go for all <laughs> the cliches and put them in with mechanoids. I mean, we had the ice <laughs> tombs. We... Yeah, that the thing was almost like a rewrite, yeah. painted by numbers, Dalek story to some extent. It was deliberately Terry Nation inspired. Yeah, they did go for all the Terry Nation cliches, it, which I'm not sure is no. a good idea. Uh, <laughs> it also serves as a prequel to their their new Dalek, not Dalek Empire, whatever they call in this mm. new new set of stories with Tenant. Yeah, I they had the Triple uh, S. The security space service or space security yeah, service, yeah. which is definitely yeah, with Mark Seven and yeah. all that. Yeah, is it Dalek Planet? The the latest Tenth Doctor stories. I forget what they're called. Yes, but also I can understand why the mechanoids never took off. Oh god, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> to look at them visually, though, they, they were very cumbersome for the studio. But in audio, they're very clunky and difficult to understand, and very flat one notes. Yeah, they're not great villains, but I say this is setting up Dalek Universe. Yeah, is what it's Dalek, called. Dalek Universe. Dalek Universe. Yeah. So, which also has the mechanoids in it. I liked the implication that we've got a almost Davros type character yeah. for the mechanoids. Yeah, I was That's just, what I, I was thought. Just say, it's almost like they were creating a, a Davros, but for a new species mm. of uh, machine. Half mechanoid, yeah. But yeah, it's a bit of a push to bring the mechanoids back. It's a, a very big finishing sort of thing to do. Bring back a rubbish monster and try mm. to yeah, do something it with work. it. But, <laughs> but I don't think the mechanoids no. deserve to come back. <laughs> it's a shame because sometimes. I would imagine that that would work. You know, they're not yeah. not very good oh, visually. Does. Let's see what they're like audio wise. Because this mm. is this is why I <laughs> with the um the initial Cybermen, I didn't think they would work in audio because their the voices Cybermen, were yeah. so comical. 
but yeah. but Big Fin but Big Finish did it because I always found that the um the scariness the of them was the way they looked. But no, Big Finish did it, and the voices mm. were still yeah freaking unnerving. But Spare parts, this time yeah. it didn't work. No, no, <laughs> it didn't. I did struggle with that. The first and final ones, the first and fourth ones, were the hardest to get through for me. The middle two were, I thought, good. Not great, but good. Just far too cliched for me all the way through it. That 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 last one, it really was just kind of. Like, I think I switched <laughs> off because I was seeing the Daleks and I was seeing the planet of the Daleks, and I could see these scenes from keys, yeah, all the way through that weren't mm-hmm. what I was supposed yeah. to be listening to. And so I think if someone had played me just the canine story, I'd have gone, "Oh, that sounds like a really good box set." If anyone had played me any episode other than the canine nine story I'd have gone, <laughs> mm, maybe save me money yeah 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 i did quite like the canine one the fun idea of river being the pet to canine and to feline <laughs> yeah i did like the sort of slight twist from where canine is in his history as well yes on his way yeah to sarah jane yeah. smith it's yeah. basically the first adventure of what is it the mark three yeah and all these different canines have been duplicated yeah. and the bit of a tragic ending as well for for feline yes finding out the origin of feline yeah all out of all of them that's probably the best one yeah i would say so that's not really saying much (laughs) i didn't mind the second one with them on the the sleeper ship i understand why it was played that way but uh rachel dragged for me she was very i know she's meant to be a synthetic and android but there was no Mm -hmm. yeah and i know it was played that way but we're told that yeah. she has emotions. Why can't we see them or hear them? Yeah. It's a, that was very it's a, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she's that big an actor. Yeah. She's obviously, she's uh, Alice Kingston's daughter in real life. Ah, I, d- I did not know that. Mm. Yeah. So, which is why she got involved back in series two of the box sets yeah. and why they brought her back. Because this is all done during lockdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ah. So, presumably, she still lives with Alex. I don't know how so old she, she is. And so if she's, she does not. She's still a baby actor then. So yeah. She I shall I shall cut her some slack then. I apologize. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, not the strongest box set. No, that's for no, sure. Definitely but, uh... not. Right, after that harsh battering <laughs> <laughs> We would like to know what you guys thought of that box set. <laughs> <laughs> that box set. You can write to us via show at Staggering Boys dot net. Woohoo! I really didn't enjoy that one. No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> No. Well, I see Cult Box here gave it three out of five stars. Well, it's pretty generous. I'll probably give it two out of five. Well, if you, no, no disrespect, one, but you fell it. asleep through one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Like, it's always a good sign that you're not enjoying it. Yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't fall asleep while listening to it because I was driving at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been well, a disaster. <laughs> And now, dear listeners, today is the day. Many, 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 many years ago. A few more many. It feels like a few so more many. far back in time that television was still black and white. You've before, just punched mm. me in my jab. Before Joan Connolly. <laughs> You're still oh, punching me in my jab. When Joan Collins herself was but an egg. <laughs> Not that Jean, back in last century. Jean Margaret Riddler mm. came into this world kicking and screaming. <laughs> she still is. And her mother went, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> but today is her birthday. <laughs> she is 85. And oh, we would like, like to it. wish her a happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday. Have you, got, have you got a present? I have, I have. I would share cakes, Ooh. but with, with remotely, it saves me a fortune on cake. Yeah. I have a it present does. here. Yeah. From, from... Do you want to eat a cake at us? No, I will. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a present from Smears El Presidente. Ooh. Ooh. Did you get our present? I did, I did, which has gone Excellent. towards uh, an English paper piecing book and some Ooh, other lovely. bits and pieces. Ooh. You'll get your birthday present when you get your birthday present. The freeze is over. <laughs> Funny enough, the other day I was on, um, I was standing in the park and I heard a mum saying to the little kids behind her, saying, yes, you can go to Granny's and get the Christmas present. Santa Claus just took them to the wrong house. 
But yep. how does Santa Claus not know where I live? And I said, Santa Claus did the same for me because I went to see some friends, but because everything happened and Santa Claus didn't get the message in time, so he left them with my friends for me. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, what have you got? Revelation oh, is... of, the Doctor, of the Daleks with four in- exclusive art cards. Show us. Mm. Oh, that's very nice. Go nice. for my collection. Thank you very much. And, and is there any? There should be some other there stuff is, there. There is, and I oh, got good. a salt and pepper Dalek cruet set. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and a gift voucher. Did the car turn up in time? The car turned up today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an appropriate car for me going through lockdown. I can't remember what it was. Involving gin. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm afraid when someone said we're going to have problems getting stuff through from Europe, I ended up saying, please tell me the wine and the gin isn't being cut off. I'll mm. die. <laughs> <laughs> right, there's someone else who needs to say hello to you. He's glaring at Adam at the moment. Oh. Can you feel the rays in the back of your neck? Let him speak. That was brilliant, yeah, Evan Hurt. That was very moving. Yeah. Well done. He's yep. he's staring right at me. We should probably. Speak <laughs> he has to a smirk him. on his face. <laughs> One, two, three. Hello, Head of Pertwee. Hello, Menagerie of other things. Various <laughs> yep, yep. other things. Yes. Hello, Terence. Terence is there. Terence. Graham. Nazi Spock. Churchill. Is, Dangerous. Is wonderful Clara still okay? Still orange. <laughs> yeah. Gives off a good glow. <laughs> I'm sure I've been irradiated. Yep. Right. Dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Ooh, thank, you. Thank, you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, Naya has. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Naya. <laughs> thank you, Naya. Naya says, Hello, staggering storytellers. I wanted to chime in on the Bridgerton discussion. It's an absolute delight. <laughs> if you like it, you'll probably like the book series it's based on too. Jean mm. mentioned the Regency stylized versions of pop music in the soundtrack. The music is done by a group called Vitamin String Quartet, whose sales <laughs> apparently went up over 400% after Bridgerton dropped. Sure. Good on them. Yeah. I bought the soundtrack plus their Queen and Beatles albums. Ooh. It's excellent music to write by. The rest of the discussion of dark humour, gore, etc. passed me by. I'm far too stressed to deal with anything that isn't rom-com or screwball comedy, so I'll pass on the recommendation that was just given to me, Sword Heart by T. Kingfisher. Resident Alien was pitched to me as science fiction meets northern exposure, and yeah. it's a pretty good description of the show because everyone in town is just as strange as the alien, really. They're just so yeah. used to each other, they seem normal. You all are right. The interaction between the alien and the child are really the highlight <laughs> of the episodes. <laughs> I'm glad you got the Christmas card. I'd blush, but the mail around here went nuts before the election and hasn't been fixed yet. Uh, I also yeah. got a Christmas card halfway through January, <laughs> one that had been mailed in early December from a town only three miles away. Good God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the same person mailed two cards to the same address on the same day. My housemate's card showed up in three days. Mine took nearly six weeks. <laughs> Guess wow. it'll be faster to give you something in person if, if ever travel becomes a thing that happens again. <laughs> Naya. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Naya. Oh, thank, you, Naya. thank you. One day, I yeah, we, we must. Maybe we must get back over to America. Not for a couple of years. DC is now safe, isn't it? I think <laughs> now the orange one is gone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're having solar panels fitted soon, so we won't be going anywhere for a Ooh. year. <laughs> Blimey! Yes, okay. we're having someone come over on the twenty third to check everything out for the final check, and then they're going up. Blimey! Yay. Ooh, and a battery. Good, good, good. Uh, well, yes. Any more letters? Nothing else, I'm afraid. We are under. Come on, guys. (laughs) Tell you what, I know we never mention it, but we'll tell you how to write to us. (gasps) Oh, yes. You can do so via show at Staggering Stories. Dot. Net. Woohoo! Did he just burp? He did just burp. (laughs) (laughs) And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, Thank God. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... H for home. Harrowing. Hallucinogenic. Hilarious. Holistic. (laughs) Hyped up. Hankering. Hippocratic. Hippopotamus. (laughs) Hypotenuse. Comes lumbering towards us. Happily. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au 
revoir. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one number 362, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers of the site, though copyright infringement is intended. And this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Bit of fever, I think, so yeah. I don't know if it's genetic or what. I think it's the intelligent people that get the bad <laughs> Shut up, you Boom. unvaccinated git. <laughs> are you an anti vaxxer? Is that what it is? Are you, are you going to threaten to lick me? <laughs> is that the same as uh, the children need one? Really no, the children remember. need one, if I remember rightly. It was a pugsy bear, so it had an eye patch. Oh, yeah, of course, um, yeah, because, um, right. what, what was the Witaka bear? Uh, it had, had a bow. A, a bow, bow spotted yes. Bow. Yeah. Because uh, that's yeah, what I all guess. girls like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sexist bastards. <laughs> I love Terry Wogan. <laughs> you leave Tell alone. He was a god amongst men. He did, <laughs> he sure. did the best star in a reasonably priced car on Top Gear ever. <laughs> How long did it take? It took him about now? a week. <laughs> <laughs> you know the in-car thing basically the, yeah. stick, the stick says I should be going into third gear around here and hitting it quite fast I'll be the judge of that <laughs> slow and steady <laughs> wins the race <laughs> as it, as it turned Wogan out it didn't stick. <laughs> no God save the Queen! He's been well hitting done. the Daily Mail again, oh, hasn't he? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> what happens if he dies between now and I was going to say, we have just cursed him, considering they've just to moved into another hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they transferred into a new hospital today, and they... Um, yes, they have, They yes. blocked off the... Um, coming from the door to the new ambulance... Probably because he was actually on a stretcher. Mm. No, unfortunately, it doesn't look good at his age. Yeah, no disrespect, yeah. nothing looks good, good at their age. Yeah. <laughs> we have to ask Queen about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Crunchy, you are standing on my back. <laughs> oh, Hell. monkey on your back. Oh, <laughs> claws. Oh, bless her. Oh. Have mm. either of the recently deceased character actors ever been in Doctor Who? I didn't check. What you mean, um, Ronald Pickup? Yeah, he got his oh, he well, got his yes. big break in Doctor Who. So should someone mention he it? was in oh French Renaissance, French Revolution, someone Reign of Terror. Someone formally announce it, as they would say in my meetings. Would like someone like to formally propose the um last bit of news, <laughs> the addendum. Are you googling him, Adam? I am because there was two <laughs> actors recently died, wasn't there? Ken. Oh, from oh, uh, Coronation yeah. Street. Ken Loach. Ken Loach. Oh. I don't know I don't if he did any. Oh, no. Johnny I think, Briggs I think or he's only he ever been in Coronation Street. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He set himself up for life there. That was a really crap tribute to Ronald Pickup. <laughs> it was. It was rather dumb to us. <laughs> yeah. You can cut that out if you want, or just try and make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. Can we do Voyage Home first? Why not? Right, can I do the intro for this? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder. <laughs> we are still recording. The wibble is still wobbling. Okay. Oh. Well, it sounds so disorganised. <laughs> it's us. Come it'll on. Come, it'll come out in the wash. <laughs>